If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome to Mind Pump. It's a punch to the spectacles all the way down to the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, that was that hey, was great. You know what though? Could I could I see? I know Justin so well that I could. Tell <laughs> what are you he, doing? What? I, I'm gonna punk him right no, now. No, yes, fuck I had, you. that was so good that I know he practiced that. Did he really? Oh, he I did to, not. Yes, you I did. did you had to thought of that on the way. That home was way like, too. Yes. That was way too smooth. Right Spectacles there. to testicles. <laughs> it rhymes in everything. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Damn, That's what I'm saying. You guys, uh, you guys want to talk about? Um, you had brought this up earlier, Adam. Let's talk about. Oh, sorry. Let's Sex, talk, baby. Oh, Damn. Yeah. There, there's that angel voice again. <laughs> Don't get me going. You guys want to talk about um, our own personal fitness evolution, like what we did when we first started working out and how that changed, and how how we uh, basically know, got to where we are now in terms of our. That's a that's a really good question because I, I you know I've had a lot of people um, ask some things on the Instagram and stuff like that, and I, I think to myself like you know God. I can give you the quick answer or the right answer or whatever, but there's a part of me too that I, I feel like we should share even that because I think, I think telling our story, like, cause let's be honest, none of us, I mean, we've all been trained what 10, 15 plus years, whatever like that. Uh-huh. None of us trained the same way we trained when we first started. I know no, we don't, no. I don't even know your guys' story and I already yeah, know that's not yeah. true. I know. I, I knew everything I know now back then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shit. I don't know anything. Do you, wh- how old now? What about your personal, your own personal evolution of fitness? Like you worked yourself out. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right now. How long have you, how old were you guys when you first started lifting weights? Yeah, your very first experience? Mm. Yeah. I was uh, a junior in high school. Wow. Junior. That's old. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, let's be honest, even then it was, it didn't really get serious till I was a freshman in college. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When, when I was a junior in high school, my buddy had, um, one of our good friends, this is great. You know, you have flashbacks right now. I'm thinking about this. I don't think someone's asked me about this in a very, very, very long time. I'm talking about this. So I started off in like my buddy's garage and you know, he had, he had a pretty cool little setup. His dad had a cool setup in his garage and, um, I was so bro. I had, I was so like weak, my chest, like, and they love bench pressing my two, but my two friends, of course, that's, they, they all they want to do is bench press. Yeah, well, yeah. And all I wanted to do was bicep curls. <laughs> so, that's it. Bicep curls all day long. I was Cur- like, curls for and, girls. and let's be honest. I, I, I bet you guys probably have a similar story of, you know, the first time you picked up any weights, everyone's kind of naturally strong somewhere. And I just had strong biceps in comparison to anything else on my body for sure. Yeah. So I was drawn to that. And that was kind of how you just, how you, at least in my, opinion how you kind of start working out everybody's favorite exercise yeah. is the one they're good at yeah the one on, oh, it real. is it is yeah. right so i find that really fascinating and so they always wanted to do bench i used to get so pissed because they wanted to do benching all the time and when i had to bench, this is true right so we had like a smith they had like a smith machine rack uh-huh. and i would do a bench press and when i'm doing the bench press, so first of all i could i couldn't back then i couldn't even do the bar dude I couldn't, wow. do the, I couldn't do the bar straight. I couldn't hold the bar straight without <laughs> them spotting me. And both of them had spot me. So one guy would press my shoulders down because I did, I did one of those. Oh, where no. You could like, wait, you're yeah. right. Wait, you're left. You know, like <laughs> I couldn't keep my, my scapula retracted, you know, nor did I even know what the fuck my scapula was probably back then. You know, so <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing as far as form and technique. I'm listening to my buddies who have probably just a, a fraction more information than I have. And one of them's pressing my shoulders down while the other one's spotting the bar and keep trying to keep it straight Dude, and level. And it was the most awful thing to probably watch. And it was, <laughs> I literally benched like that for like a year. Did you know? fall in love with it right away? Or was it something that you kind of forced yourself to do and then you um, got into it? 
You know, I, I, I don't know if I, I wouldn't say I didn't fall in love. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I was an athlete. Um, you know, I liked seeing. So you uh, liked sports more than weights. Oh yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. Uh-huh. If back then, it, oh for sure. If if my boys wanted to like go play basketball outside or go lift some weights, uh, yeah, I'd play basketball outside for sure. Mm-hmm. I was, I definitely was not into into weights till way way later. But yeah, that's where it started for me. I'm curious dude, to hear how you guys start, dude. Uh, what about you, Justin? How old were you when you first started lifting? Uh, I was probably a freshman in high school, actually. Wow, I know. I got you guys beat. Yeah, you got us, dude. Because we were like going bananas with sports. Like I was, I was going crazy <laughs> with sports. Sal, like, you were. Right. Remember the nerd? Remember? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. And I yeah. Were playing sports. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I was yeah, like doing cool soccer, shit, baseball, <laughs> basketball. Justin, you know. Justin and I were busy doing cool we were shit. Doing, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> you were busy reading encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways, like, it, it wasn't until I, I started to play football, because I didn't play football until I was in high school, because uh, my dad just wouldn't let me, and so that was like, his dad wouldn't let him, and I really wanted to play, so I was playing soccer, and I was like slide tackling everybody, getting bored with it, and I'm like, I gotta play football, man, this is weak. And so... Uh, my buddies and I, I think they had started lifting weights a little bit earlier than me because of uh, they played uh, Pop Warner, and so they started teaching them how to lift weights and stuff. And uh, I went to the 6 a.m. Uh, workouts, and they started teaching me, you know, how to lift weights. And I was I was pretty good at calisthenics, like dips. Like I was actually like for a while there, I held the the school record for dips. Mm. And uh, so me, I'm all about pressing. So I loved the bench press. So I, I was very good at that. You were the opposite of Adam. Opposite, completely yes, basically. opposite. So <laughs> yeah, so anything when it came to like doing pull-ups, I was like, ah, or uh, they actually, what was so crazy is, so the staples for football, you got your your dips, your bench, you got your squat, like back squats, you got your power cleans, you got your deadlifts. Uh, which we didn't really do that many deadlifts, to be honest with you. It was more just power cleans, and power cleans were really awkward. Like, so I totally f those up. I know because you. I, what was your form like as a kid? Oh, it was so shitty. <laughs> yeah, it it's like so it's bad. like a reverse curl to a freaking. It was like yeah. nobody knew what they're doing. Even the coach didn't even know how to teach it right. It was yeah. so it was so bad. You guys would be picking it up on the floor, arching their back, and just like falling backwards and like <laughs> kicking the bar out in front, and everybody was eating shit. And we were all just like, "Wow, this is a hard lift," you know. Uh, nobody knew how to do it. Right. Right. It was really bad. I mean, over the years, we all kind of like gradually got better. But uh, we we start everybody was pretty decent squatting for the most Mm -hmm. part. And so that's where we started getting strong together. But, yeah, it was ugly. It was really ugly for a while there. And not to mention those weight rooms. I always remember as being the smelliest place on God's oh, yeah. given earth. A bunch of teenage boys <laughs> bunch lifting of weights. Protein and <laughs> oversized and yeah, sweat, farty. stinky clothes. <laughs> a bunch of balls High and farts. Back then, too, used to use it work. I remember that doing stuff, even in basketball. Like, you know, you, you, you wear your jersey or your practice jersey like three times before you wash it. Like, uh, just, uh, ugh. Dude, you always had that one guy that had the lucky undershirt. Like, <laughs> it's not lucky, uh, <laughs> it's really obnoxious. It's supposed to be it's white, and now me. it's yellow. Yeah. All, right, all right, so Sal, where did, where did you, Bro, where did, how I, old were you? I was, uh, I was like, 12. Five, five. I was 12. Damn, 12? 12 years old. I had. Puberty uh, hasn't guy. even hit yet. Damn. Yeah, dude. I bought, um, I had the cement weights. You know, the, you know, the, the, the plastic ones with the cement on the inside. They're like plastic. It's uh, like prison weight style. No, right not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to prison when you I was You did some hard time or what? No, you know what I'm talking about? The plastic, like, like the girl gray, ones. Like the, the great. Yeah, exactly. The girl, the chick ones. Yeah. So that. I had those and I followed the, the, the form that came with the, the dumbbells and I did that every single night. I did every exercise. 
And then uh, my dad had well, a weight just, set. Just shows you how much smarter he is than us right there, right? He's like, yeah. I'm going to pull the instructions out and then I'm, I'm going to follow go these. Bro. You probably saw way better results than Justin. Myself, I did. I bro, <laughs> let me tell you something. So it's all trial and error. Like, yeah. fail, fail, yeah, fail, that, that fail, was, fail. I'm just like, oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> oh, no, no. So, so, then, so then I used to work out in the backyard and my dad had an actual legit weight set. And I bought... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding, which till this day I have it. You bought it as a kid? I bought it. I was 13 at the time when I bought it. So I, I was like towards the end nice, of 12 dude. and at That's 13 respect. I bought it. And then I did every fucking exercise in that book. Every single exercise. So if I did chest, it was like two hours of chest. Okay, wait a second. I want to back up a little bit now then. So obviously, from I can tell by the direction this is going, you were the opposite of Justin and I too, where you came out, you were already a fanatic I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I fell in so love. So, at it. what point? What point did that switch happen? So, you said that where you kind of started, right? right? Away. But I mean, so it, you, like, I've always, I've always um, thought physical strength was cool. I always wanted to be stronger. Okay. Um, and it, when I lifted, it was just the the concept that I could work, you know, work my body and get it to where I wanted to go. That really appealed to me, and I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Um, Encyclopedia bodybuilding. I started with. Then I got Mike Menser's uh, heavy duty. Which was the complete opposite of the of Arnold Schwarzenegger style training. Uh, you know, Schwarzenegger did like this crazy split. You're working out twice a day. You know, each body part twice a week. Lots of sets. Mike Mentzer, he was one set to failure per body part. And the first time I tried that one set to failure, because it was so different, my, it shocked my body. I think I gained like seven pounds of muscle like right away. Oh, it's so great! Oh, what a great! I'm glad you said that because that's another question I want to ask Justin too. Is remembering mm-hmm. the first time you did something different, how mm-hmm. and how yes. it affected your body? Well, I can remember the biggest yep. for me. The one thing that will never, I will never forget. So I, I was, um, let's see, I was summer of summer before freshman year in high school. So by this time, I think I'm like 14, and uh, maybe 13, 14. Um, it was summertime. We were with the family playing volleyball. I, I had gone up and jumped to hit the ball. I landed wrong, dislocated my kneecap. So I had this injured knee and I had to wear this big brace for it. So long story short, I had to rehab it and um, I went to the YMCA and at one point I got irritated with the rehab exercises that the physical therapist gave me, all the band bullshit that, you know, works for one week and then I'm like, there's nothing else happening. <laughs> so I got on the leg press and I started using leg press. Well, my legs, by the way, people comment on my quads, especially how big they are. I had the skinniest legs you've ever seen in your life. Like my knees were bigger than my legs, <laughs> but they responded so fast. They responded so fast. I got stretch marks. Uh, around my around my thighs because they just exploded. So I did leg press and I'll never forget. I'm at the YMCA doing leg press and there were these power lifters. And at the time they looked massive to me, but I'm sure they were probably college students. I don't know. And they were squatting in the squat rack. And mm-hmm. one of them's looking at me and I have like seven plates on this. I'm a 14 year old kid. I'm doing all kinds of weight. And he walks over to me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm leg pressing. He goes, oh, okay. He's like, that's not bad. He goes, um, you ever squat? I'm like, no, I've never squatted before. He's like, well, Leg press is okay, he goes, but that doesn't really count. He's like, you got to come squat. So I'm like, shit. I'm like, would you mind showing me? So I go over with these guys, and I think they they were, I don't know if they were doing playing a joke on me, but I basically puked. Like they they made me squat till I threw up. I went, I pulled the trash can over to the to the squat rack, I puked in it, and I finished my set. And the dudes were like, <laughs> you're seventeen right now? No, no, I'm fourteen. Fourteen, savage dude. And the dude and the dudes were looking at me, and they're like, you know, like they respected me at that point. So then they taught me how to squat and deadlift, and then the rest is history. That summer, uh, actually, no, it was my, uh, I think it was my freshman to sophomore year. I, I gained that summer twenty pounds. That's when everybody in high school was like, whoa, what the fuck? Because I learned that's how to squat. That's a lot of weight for a kid, bro. Bro, I mean, not all of it was muscle, but at the same time, you got to consider I was going through puberty. Yeah. So I have like natural steroids running through my system. Yeah. I had just learned how to squat and deadlift. And my hips and my legs and my back, which now tend to be my strengths, 
Back then, I didn't have much muscle on them, so all of a sudden, that just blew up. I was eating like a fiend. I was taking supplements. I had discovered creatine. Mm-hmm. I had bought Weeders, uh, you know, Mega Mass 3000, and I'd make like two shakes a day. Mm-hmm. And I gained all this weight. I got all this strength, um, and all of a sudden, I had these big legs. That, that right there was the most impactful thing that I ever did. I, I don't know who those guys are. If you're ever listening to the show, fellas, please. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Go on, yeah, How awesome like, would that be to actually? I'd like to thank you guys for that. But yeah, I, I'll never forget, man. I puked. And as soon as I puked, I wiped my face and I went right back over to the squat rack. And the dudes, they were trying to unrack the bar. And I'm like, no, I got two more reps. God, how far? And they looked at me like, holy shit, what's wrong with this kid? Yeah, that's great. So, Justin, do you remember the first thing that you did that you transitioned like as far or changed up in your routine? Um, or diet? What, what was the first thing that actually went, oh, so, shit, this is yeah, work. something's working? I do remember in, in, Again, like to to be fair, like I every time I would lift weights, it was part of a program for for a sports team, and this was still due to football. Like all of my changes happened uh, in this period from like my sophomore year. Actually, like the once football season started uh, in football year in the fall. Uh, well, actually, right before that, we did it in the. Uh, that's what it, it was in the off season. I'm sorry, off season. So anyway, we did these like morning workouts and I started taking um, heavy amounts of like protein shake with uh, creatine and then I put peanut butter in there and banana and it was just loaded with calories. And you blew up. I totally blew up. Like <laughs> my arms got fucking huge in my chest and my back and my legs, like everything just exploded. Do you remember how fast you recovered at 16? Oh yeah, it's like, silly. Immediately, it was it's hard so, to get it sore. Was so easy. Yeah. It was hard to well, get what sore. Happened was, what happened was for me, like uh, there was different groups of of lifting going on. So you had like I started out as uh, like a DB running back kind of group, and uh, I, I immediately like grew out of that. So I was lifting more weight than all of them, and so then I went up to like you know the 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 guards and the offensive linemen and. Uh, defensive line and then I started matching all these guys that were like you know like 50 60 pounds heavier than me that's awesome so I started lifting in their groups and so then they challenged me even more and so I'm lifting even more weight you know more squat more uh, power clean more bench press and so yeah so I got to I got to I remember going from football after that sophomore year to because I still played basketball and my arms were were you know definitely like obviously bigger and i had like actually influenced like some guys that were grades ahead of me they were like dude where how'd you do that to your arms and blah blah, blah you know because you wear tank tops and my arms were just huge <laughs> and uh they i remember like this guy in particular that played for another uh team and he was like started working out all heavy and i saw him the next year and he was all big too so it was cool dude it was like Everybody kind of noticed it right away, and then I was into that. Obviously, my basketball skills kind of diminished a bit because my <laughs> arms weren't very flexible anymore. But uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. It was almost like an overnight thing. Yeah. What, what about you, Adam? My what? My what like the thing that like made first, a big change? Yeah. So the first, the very first one was uh, okay. So I <clears throat> was your typical like kid who d- didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I was told you before I was I'm doing bicep curls every day, practically <laughs> every day. I went to the gym. Bicep curls are in there for sure, right? And then probably working on bench press. And we did we did a couple of chest. So chest and arms is like primarily all we're really doing, you know. And like mm-hmm. every once in a while that we throw a shoulder machine in there or whatever. I'm doing that all the way from you know what, 16, 17 years old, all the way till I'm almost 18. And before I turned 18, I had, um, at this time though, I'm, I'm in, I'm in junior college. So I graduated high school young. I was in junior college before, uh, before 18. 
And I'm going my, my, my freshman year. And at that point, I'd got a real membership. We'd moved on from working out in my buddy's garage. And now I'm getting serious and I'm starting to get into it because I, I'm starting to see my body change a little bit. Not really, not a big change. It wasn't until I purchased a, a national certification because I, I become intrigued about being a personal trainer. And I didn't, at that time, I didn't think I'd be a personal trainer uh, for a career. I thought it would be a cool job to have while you went to college. Sure. I thought, oh, what a cool job, you know, work out and learn, learn all this stuff and teach people. And I had no idea how much they made or anything like that. I just, there was a couple of really buff trainers in our gym and I was like, that would be cool. You know, it's a, he looked cool. I wanted to be cool, you know, whatever. So at that point, that's the extent of it. Right. So, uh, and I started doing research on what I needed to do to, in order to become one. And, you know, national certifications was like the, the thing that I had, or what I thought at that time I had to do. So I uh, purchased one. It was IFPA back then. And I got the book and I started reading. And once I started reading, this is when I knew I had fallen in love because I was, I was never the guy who I did not like reading in school at mm -hmm. all. I did not start, I did not really start reading until in my twenties when I started like to read stuff that I, and this is what changed a lot of that is I picked this book up for the first time in my life. Like I couldn't put it down. You, like, you, you finally got mentally stimulated. Yes. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was so stimulated by it at the, and I wanted to learn that I was just, and it just gave me this, this thirst for, for more information and to get better at this craft. And that's when it really took off. And the very first thing that I changed in my working out with, with that, like a light bulb went off was like, you mean to tell me if I want to, if I don't want to get big, I don't necessarily have to do six reps, four to six reps of everything and as heavy as I could possibly go. <laughs> yeah. Doing light repetitions could actually give me mu build muscle too. Cause at that time I had thought that like, it was all heavy because anyone yeah. had ever yeah. told you, if you had asked any, any other meathead, how do I get big? What do you do? Oh, low reps, heavy ass weight. You know, so that was everything. Everything we did and we did that for years yeah and so i switched to like super lightweight and repping out like 15 reps and i blew up yeah. i was like all of a sudden i added like 10 pounds on i was like holy shit <laughs> and then forever that's been like i i love to share that with people who think that you know you can't get big you know you yeah. can't build muscle by lifting high repetitions and lightweight that's for yeah, that girls makes a lot of sense girls for are your whole mantra oh right yeah. so uh i it, it was so that was very very fascinating so that was the first time it switched for me it was the first time i had fallen in love with it but by far it still was nowhere near the where the evolution of my training is now because even then uh now now i'm starting to work the body a little more symmetrically legs get done once every like couple weeks you know so <laughs> i'm not completely swim. i'm definitely like rarely ever squatting because it was just awkward for me i was awkward lanky i was very lanky and always ended up hurting my back my back was always hurting my knees so i got into leg pressing and i was doing lunges and doing all the other shit that you could do for legs uh, but you you mentioned how much you were pressing. I remember like four plates on each side was a, a big thing for me way back then. So to think that you were pressing seven, that's crazy. Yeah, I was at uh, that young of an age because I'm like 20 years old, like pressing four plates, oh, dude. And I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in yeah. high school, I could squat three plates and deadlift four. Oh, so I was, I was just really strong at those two at those two lifts. Wow, right off the bat. Yeah, that's but, impressive yeah, because that's I didn't see I didn't see gains like that. But then well keep in mind, in but then keep in mind, I had been lifting weights since you know. Well, yeah, high, no, that's I mean, it, ex it explains a lot. Even like yeah. you talk about your quads, like you're pressing and doing that kind of weight on your legs. Like I was doing that like just like three years ago, yeah. bro. <laughs> so, yeah. Like yeah. I barely got over that hump. Like just like three, four years ago, you were doing that at like 14, 15 years old. And I hadn't even started yet. I mean, talk about a serious head start. You, Not to you, mention you're hella old too. What about so. exactly? Yeah. What, what about like, what, what about like stupid things? You guys remember any stupid shit that you did when you first started working out? Like, uh, yeah, you, I, I, well, I think it's pretty stupid to be skipping a lot of body parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds very, there was like me. zero core functional. Oh, 
movement. Yeah, there it, was nothing. It was like maybe like some crunches and that was it. Like I was, you get to a point where I was so imbalanced and, and <laughs> I would, I would seriously be like top heavy almost. Yeah. I felt myself on the field. Like once I started getting like Momentum. even more solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like juggernaut. Like I couldn't stop myself even. You know? <laughs> it was well, bad. I, I mean, my, I was such a fanatic right off the bat that my mom was constantly worried about me because I'd come home from school and I would take a shake. Then I'd go out in the backyard and I'd be li- some. This remember, you're, I'm you know I'm a freshman. I, what freshman does this? I'd come home, eat. Then I'd go in the backyard and I'd lift weights for two and a half hours. I'd yeah, just be out in the backyard just li- by myself, just lifting weight. I'd bring out my little boombox and I'd start. I put Metallica on and then Rage Against the Machine was you know was another one. Yes. And I'd just start lifting and I'll never forget this one time. I'm doing uh, the shoulder. Uh, no, what was I doing? I was doing heavy shoulder presses, and I take the barbell out to the grass so I could do it out in the sun with my shirt off because I could see my reflection in the in the in the glass. <laughs> nice. and, my, and my mom sometimes would be there cooking, right? So she'd be looking back at me. So I'm doing this lift, and when it gets really hot, especially when I was younger, I used to get bloody noses really easily, especially in the hot weather. So I'm doing these shoulder presses, and I'm like halfway through my set, and my nose just starts bleeding. <laughs> and fuck, I'm not gonna stop. So I keep going, right? So I got blood coming down my nose. My mom almost so her head almost exploded. I hear her screaming, What the what are you doing? You know, she goes out, Oh my god, you're gonna kill your child. I got blood all over me. I'm like, I got one more rat bomb, get away. I got one more. Yeah. And I just got blood all over me. Another time I dropped the barbell uh on my eye. I was uh I was doing an incline press and I thought I racked I racked one side and I thought oh, the other yeah. side was racked and I yeah. dropped it. Boom, black eye, finished my whole workout. I walk inside and my mom's like, what the hell happened to you? And they're like, oh, I have the barbell. She's like, right now? I'm like, no, about 40 minutes ago. I think, one of the most, I think probably workout. one of the most embarrassing things that's happened to me like that where uh, like an idiot move I did was actually when I was older and, and I was a trainer already and I was doing uh, fucking stability ball, stupid exercises. Oh, and oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even remember what it was. I think I was doing like rope pushdowns on my knees on the fucking, on the uh, like. Did you fall? Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> ball would, I, I finished the rep and the ball just shot out from it and it was like one of those ones too where like you didn't, I didn't like tip over like the ball shot out so I completely with like a backflip and landed on like the back of my neck and my head dude it was just nice bro i was when i was 17 i don't remember who i read that did this there was a bodybuilder that had done this and i used to read about all like i could tell you about almost every single bodybuilder up until dorian yates that's when i stopped kind of following but i knew all the old school guys i'd follow so when i'd see things that i that would that i that they did that you know i thought would have an impact on my physique i would do it and so this is I was 16 years old. I used to set my alarm for 3 a.m. so I could wake up and take a shake and go back to bed. See, I did stuff like that, too, but not until I was in my late mid but, to late 20s. But just to show you what a fucking idiot, like crazy I was, well, 16 no. years old. That's, you know what I mean? And I'd wake up, take my shake, go back to well, sleep. Well, dude, there's still actors that like say they do that as part of their getting ripped yeah. you know, routine. Well, now I know that that's stupid. It doesn't yeah. do anything. But you know, at 16, I thought it did. So well, I tell you, I, I used to do it because um, I was always that kid who could never eat enough. And yeah. so it was like, it was just a way for me to get more food into me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, yeah. I wasn't hungry when I went to bed. I ate everything I could possibly eat. And I was, that was a huge problem for me too for a very long time, which that's another transition. We can talk about that as huge as far as, I mean, I, I had a lot of, uh, you know, points where I really switched, switched, switched up. And mm-hmm. I have to say the the last bit of, uh, and I, I don't say last bit because we're always evolving and growing mm-hmm. and, and learning and right, but. I have to say this this last run, like just what the last two and a half, three years when I got into competing, really figured it out. Oh right? yeah. yeah, it yeah. really, it was, and like I, it's probably you know what the, it takes. It takes uh, two things. It takes experience, but it also takes checking your ego. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you're able to finally, and, and and this is for the listeners, if you can check your ego, you're gonna make more gains oh, instantly. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. and it's it sounds stupid, but it's 100 percent true. It's probably more true for guys than girls. Check your ego. Stop trying to do the ego workouts. Stop, you know, start training yeah, that's smart. Tough. That's a tough transition. It's hard, right? It but is. once you make it, you look back oh, and you're yeah. like, oh, what was I thinking? It, it, it's why I'm so passionate because I probably talk the most shit about how I don't like beast mode this and blah, blah, yeah. and everyone like, like it drives me crazy because I'm, I, I have learned and I was very much so that mentality and very much so that guy. And to have now seen the, the best changes ever I've ever had in, in my physique was when I had to get so dialed for this show that it was like, it didn't even, I had to, like you said, check the ego. It didn't matter that I, I felt flat and weak and, you know, all these things like that. I was like, I was on a mission to get to a certain body fat percentage. And from there, it didn't matter. All I, I knew that I couldn't hit stage fat. I may not be the best looking shape guy, the most symmetrical, the biggest this, the biggest that, but most certainly I will not be the fattest guy on the stage. Yeah. So I had to switch that mentality and, and it really made me uh, change a lot it's of a ways. paradigm shift. Oh yeah. And then it's, so that that was probably the the, the greatest and the, the biggest was that was mm-hmm. uh, getting past that to to this level. Do you guys remember the first time uh, like a girl noticed that you worked out <laughs> without you having to go up and tell her or flex? <laughs> you know where someone's like, "Wow, you look like you." Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, when I had my shirt off and I was playing basketball, and then like these. Two <laughs> you girls, remember the exact moment? I girl, love two girls came up to me and like, "Wow, what are you, you've been working out, huh?" And I was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna lift weights forever. Been. You yeah. want to touch my muscles? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like a soft. That's when that whole thing happened. When I was a sophomore, I just realized like the I don't know the attention of it was was just so different. It was crazy. Well, in high in high school, I was kind of known for being strong, but not really like ripped or anything like that. It wasn't that long ago. I'd say it was probably maybe only ten years ago where. I'll never forget. I had gotten really, really ripped, you know, for the first time, and I was at the beach, and people were just staring at me. And I remember thinking, "What the hell's going on?" And then I realized, like, "Oh, it's because I'm really lean." And then it kind of clicked. Like, if you're really lean, you're going to make much more of a visual impact oh, than yeah. big yeah. any day of the week. And 99 percent of the time, those people that like uh, that think like they think you look bigger. That when you're leaner, oh yeah, than what you do because I every time I've gotten shredded now for everybody a show, says you get bigger. Everyone's like, yeah. dude, what are you doing to get so big? I'm like, I'm going the other way, bro. <laughs> I'm like 15 pounds lighter than what you, you the last time you asked me that, <laughs> you know. But people, it, you look so aesthetic, it makes everything pop, and you look so much bigger, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it took a while for that for that transition. Well, I, I, I think kids today, like we were, you know, back then, what were our resources? We had Muscle and Fitness. Flex Magazine, I used to read oh, yeah. Iron Man. I even read Muscle Media 2000, which was uh, talked a lot about anabolic steroids. Dan Duquesne was uh, one of the edit- the writers in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays, now kids got the internet. And I tell you, if you're listening to this right now, um, you have there's so much information that's out there that you could learn um, in terms of how to train your body. There's so much science out there that you can access. Like these kids, right off the bat, are going to know as much as we did, you know, Seven years into us, you know, working out. Yeah, but there is a part which I also think why um, I, I like, I really enjoy what we do is there's a lot of bullshit out there. Tons. And there's and there's more than there ever was when we were coming up. We should just, right. you know, I should correct what I said. If you listen to us, <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to anybody else. Listen to us right and back. you'll be okay. No, that, I think about that though for a second. We didn't have all that, bro. It was very, I mean, you know, Arnold's encyclopedia was pretty much the Bible, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there and and there obviously there's there was a lot to uh to to learn and to evolve from that, but then there was also a lot of great foundational things that came from that. It wasn't like a worthless book, you know. It wasn't 
wasn't like there was a lot of good stuff that mm-hmm. came from that book. I'm sure. You well, can, I learned I learned every free weight exercise, bodybuilding exercise in existence you know, uh, from that book. So that, but now there's so many fucking gimmicks and people trying to make a buck that there's so much random information out there of like, oh, this is the best for this. Oh, this is the best for that. Oh, this is the best for this. And so people, I feel like some of, I get very very educated people that come to me that are they're fucking just lost mm-hmm. they're lost in the, and they it's not that they don't read or they don't try and educate themselves it's just that they don't feel like they don't feel quite confident enough that you know the bullshit that they're reading isn't bullshit mm-hmm. yeah you know because it, it they, they use because i mean what do we do in the fit in the fitness world it's so crazy we back it up by some doctor some doctor says it it's got to be the fucking way right yeah, some yeah. doctor wrote this book or wrote this mm-hmm. diet it's got to be the way because he's got his phd uh, so no and there's so many companies that utilize that knowing that as a way to manipulate so they and they run studies that are biased towards proving whatever their theory is I mean, and it's crazy. So, but they yeah. don't even run studies. Half the time, it's a chiropractor, and then he says, "I'm a doctor that you know, I, doctor approved." And it's a chiropractor. Oh yeah, there, really, or, you know, something not fitness related. There is. There's you know? always some hustle to it, and that's just it. Is like you the know, dentist or something. Hey, like that. if you even being a smart, <laughs> even being a smart kid or a smart person, uh, Doctor man, Phil. there's a there's a lot of Doctor there's a lot Phil of shit lives. they got to go through. You know, there's a lot of stuff they got to weed through to kind of figure that out, which. Mm-hmm. Which is why I feel like, uh, you know, why this show will always do well is I, I try and feel like we, we try and stay true to that, that, you know, it's all it's all about that. It's all about just bringing bringing to surface like how it really is, you know. And, well, you know, I'll say this, man. I, I when I talk about when I first started working out, I get such this I get this incredible nostalgic feeling because I had right. like I love working out now. I still love working out. It's one of my it's my one of my absolute favorite things to do. But back then there was just this feeling of awe. Like, you know, you walk into the gym. I mean, the first time I walked into a gym. I think I spent three and a half hours there. I think I, I called my my parents like twice to not pick me up. Like, okay, give me another hour. It was um, it was just the feeling was just amazing. It was like I was in Disneyland, you know. Um, and uh, I, like I said, I still love it, but some of that mystery and that excitement's gone because I've been doing it for so long. Like I've been living in gyms for you know almost twenty years, you know. Yeah. So you know, and you guys have been in gyms for a long time. After a while, you've seen a lot. You've seen it all. Oh yeah. And I feel at home. I go into a gym and it's like today I was working out and. Uh, you know, there's some weird dude doing some weird kung fu on the bars. I don't know if you've seen this guy at the, at the Golds. He's like this older Hispanic guy, and he like grabs onto the bar and he kicks his legs around and swings and does. I mean, the weirdest. I think he thinks he's in the Matrix. But you know, being in gyms for so long, I don't even get phased anymore oh, no, by I saying weird either. shit. Yeah, there's always doing, that guy. There's always there's, some weird shit that you just see. You know, it's like whatever. I'm at yeah, home. Yeah. I do my thing. <laughs> yeah. I could care less. So, no, I think when was so I you kind of mentioned a little bit about your nutrition. Um, I don't think that switch really, really went off for me till I was probably in my my mid twenties. Of the importance of, you know, I always thought I could work out work out hard enough or train, you know, you know, and that was always it. Was to offset always, it, yes, yeah. to offset it, or I need, and it, because I was somebody also who needed to gain. You know, I was never worried. Like, I, why would I worry about? You yeah, know, why am I worrying about junk food? When yeah, I'm well, exactly. What am I worried about? Right. Why? Why should I count my proteins, carbs, fats, things, weird stuff like that, and worry about that? I, I don't even eat enough of that. I should yeah. just keep eating, eat whatever. So, like, that was my mentality of just eat everything in sight, you know. And so, I was in, in looking back now. I was, oh my god, I was, I, I underate protein, unbelievable, an unbelievable amount of under my protein. I didn't get enough of my vitamins and minerals. I didn't, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like the carbohydrates. Most of carbohydrates were shit carbohydrates where they came from. It's like. Dude, once you really went, once I figured out, like, and I remember running, working it, like, okay, I'm gonna do this for like 30 days. 30 days, I'm gonna eat this. I'm gonna eat exactly what I write down. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. write down all these foods. I'm gonna follow this. This is what I'm supposed to eat. And then, what? Well, holy shit! Week two, I was already sold. Week yeah. two, I was like, oh, my body had changed so much. Mm-hmm. And that's why I created a long time ago. 
the 14 day challenge that I used to do with clients and, and my camps and things like that. And all it is, is that I, I challenge my clients to follow something strict. And by strict, I don't mean the exact same foods. I mean a, a program and where there's a variety of all those things in there and your guys' meals, but stick exactly but to that. You actually do it. Yeah. For day. 14 days. And it's amazing. In 14 days, the, the actual success rate is under 10%. Mm-hmm. Because either a birthday, a long night at work, a holiday, sick, something happens in that time that makes them break stride in 14 days. And it taught me so much about consistency. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the next big transition was when I realized like, shit, okay, not only is it important to do all these things, but then it's also important that it's consistent, consistent. Yeah. and and you said this before. I think it's such a it's such a great line is that you know a a, a subpar program uh, done consistently will always uh, be you know better than a, a an excellent the best program done inconsistently yep. every single time every single time that's it's so true that is so true consistency. Consist- and when I buy consistency, I don't even mean just working out, but, you know, because the working out piece can really be like three days a week. You don't even have to get in there seven days a week mm-hmm. and crazy mm-hmm. as much as we but all just love be it. consistent about yeah, it. Be consistent about it and then feed the body right consistently, mm-hmm. you know, not two or three good days, then a kind of OK day, then a not so good day, then a real shitty day, then back to a good day. You know, it's like. Well, how do you expect your body to respond to you if that's how you're going to treat it all the time? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I always think of it as like an, an engine. If you're going to constantly be depriving it of fucking oil, you're going to have be running with one flat tire. You're gonna, like you're constantly doing that. Like, yeah, you could still go forward. You know, yeah. you could still drive the car, but it's not very fucking efficient. You know, like if you want this thing to run smooth and right, you got to take care of everything. Just bottom line. Be consistent. Yeah. yeah. And when, when, once that happened, I think that was another transition for me that switched. So I remember each... And it's like it, that's the part of the growing of I think of of my my training my myself and the evolution. It's it has definitely not been just because I read it a book. I had tons of national certifications and experience, and these are still some things that I evolved way later after that. When we're talking about getting into competing, that was just here in my thirties, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, there, there's a lot to be said about that. So at the end of the day, just trust what we say, follow it, and, uh, <laughs> and be consistent. You'll be good. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.